Hello, best friends, and welcome. I'm so pleased and honored that I get to welcome you to this. Welcome to the very first episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, a Kind of Funny Vids community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, and I will be your host slash entertainer, if you will, uh, of Best Friends Talk Funny. This has been an idea and thought in my brain for at least the last six months to a year. And this will be my first time hosting or trying to run my own show. Um, so before we continue, please hit me up on Twitter at ninja 73 or message me on Facebook, wherever you know me from or will know me from. Um, let me know what I can do better. Uh, my critique, any critiques, I welcome them. I want this to be a thing um, that is of quality to you. I don't want to waste anybody's time. So please, if you have anything to say, negative, positive, I don't care. Um, I will gladly listen to it and take that in and try to better this show. And before we get into the show and what it's going to be about... Uh, let me introduce myself a little bit in case you don't know who I am. Uh, like I said, my name's Kyle Stevenson, aka Houdet Ninja seventy three on Twitter, on PSN, uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, I'm the man with the green beard as the profile picture, and I live out on the east end of Long Island, New York. I went to school at Upstate New York at SUNY Oswego for elementary education. I am a substitute teacher. I I help um, after school as a homework teacher for middle schoolers who need help, not only in uh, academics, but in um, social skills. And in summertime, I run a summer camp. And then when I come home, um, I have three beautiful little girls that call me Uncle Kai Kai, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, And then when I have some free time. I'm just like everybody else that's part of this community. I watch movies. I watch TV. I watch a ton of YouTube and the content that Kind of Funny puts out. And all of um, the rest of the YouTube personalities. As well as play games. I'm a PlayStation guy. I have a Vita. I play it all the time. Um, Not a huge Xbox person. But that's from just lack of exposure to it. And... Um, always leaning towards the blue brand, as you could say. And that has a great deal, and that is a result of listening to Kind of Funny forever. I first discovered them from Podcast Beyond. I think I was looking up a walkthrough of... Um, I keep forgetting the name of the game I was looking up. But I was looking up a walkthrough, I stumbled across one of their vids, and... Uh, I've been hooked ever since. And here we are today where I'm giving back or trying to give back to a community and to a brand and to people that have made me a better person. And I just, I can't say enough positive things about what they do and for what the community does for each other. And I'm so excited to have this off the ground and ready for you guys to listen to. And that's enough of me rambling. Uh, Since it's the first episode, I wanted to have somebody on 
that if you're new to kind of funny or you're you're you just tuned in you would you hear this name or at least I heard this name a lot before I got super involved um in the community and that the it's the man the myth the legend the mysterious Zyger do we really know anything about Zyger where does he come from does he live in the Pokemon world and just pops out when he's helping mod on Twitch and challenging Greg to Mario Kart? Is that, and then he just goes back and we don't hear from him until the next day, until the next morning show? Is that what Zyger does? Well, if you're as curious as I am, uh, continue listening to the first episode and uh, get to know a, a friend, a, a person I'm happy to call a friend. And he's such a lovely person, and I'm so gracious that he agreed to come on. And without further ado, let's get to know a best friend. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Uh, Dave's been going fine, just super tiring, had to help my dad with a bunch of work stuff, Yeah, that was not fun, but tonight I'm just going to play Overwatch all night after we're done, and that's fun. I'm not a big Overwatch person. I've played it, I've enjoyed, I guess, what little I've played, but it's not something I think I could get into, like, so hardcore. It's a lot more fun if you have friends playing with you, because like when Overwatch first came out, I played it mostly solo, yeah. and then I dropped out of it, and then all of my friends started playing it, they invited me to play with them, and now it's something we do like every other weekend almost. That's a, Who's your character? Who's your main, as the cool kids say? My main would be Tracer, because she's the best character ever. Okay. She can heal herself by going backwards in time five seconds, uh-huh. and she's the fastest character. She has little health, though. That That's my problem with her. She only has, like, 150 health, mm-hmm. so she's super squishy. But, like, she can get in and out of almost anything. Okay. But I'm good with a majority of the characters. When, when I played for... They had, like, a free trial on PlayStation not that long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when I played on there, I, I stuck to Junkrat. Nice. Because I like Junkrat a lot. And uh, Lucio. I, I, See... I, I'm pretty good I like Lucio. Yeah, Lucio's cool. I just can't wall ride with him very well. Mm-hmm. That's very hard to do. That's the same issue I have with Rocket League. Do, do you play Rocket League, Zager? I played it for the better part of maybe two afternoons really? before I realized it wasn't for me. Yeah. Okay. I'm. I went crazy with it. I had the platinum in it, but that was oh nice. That was all without doing any aerial tricks or anything. Oh, wow, really? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, so I pretty much stayed... I think of it more of like an actual soccer football game. So I was like trying to dribble the ball and, and set up plays and stuff. 
But then when you get matched up with like the really hardcore Rocket League players, it, it, oh, yeah. it's overwhelmingly frustrating. <laughs> like I've seen competitive Rocket League and it's like, these guys are doing like 18 flips in the air yeah. and they were hitting it just right to get it to go where they want it to. Yep. I just can't do Rocket League. I love, I, that's why I love watching the real skilled players. The same thing with Overwatch. Like the, the, the amount of skill it takes to really master something like that is it's really what's the word I'm looking for like awe inspiring like I wish yeah I could do that. yeah um so you are where are you located Zeger you're in California I know that much yes yeah, Southern California like an hour away from LA so whenever people ask me where I'm from I usually say like close to LA yeah like, people have a general idea of where LA is I'm just a little like an hour southeast of LA okay yeah so when I, that's like the same thing I when I say Long Island. Instead of saying, like, my actual town on Long Island, if you look at the map and you got, like, the the, the forks, yeah, it looks like a fish, I say I'm in the crotch of Long Island. I'm right there in the middle. <laughs> All right, yeah, I mean, that works. Yeah, that, that's how uh, I introduced myself to everyone where I went to college. They're like, oh, where on Long Island are you? Oh, the crotch. It's, it's very do they easy. know it off the top of their head, or do you have to explain it? Oh, no. When you say the crotch, uh, it's pretty easily known, or at least... If the, if they were confused, they didn't tell me. Okay, okay. So, so I could be just saying that. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if that's a, like a Long Island thing where everyone just knows the crotch. That's true. I've gone my whole life and thinking that they know that, and they probably don't. <laughs> so I'm guessing um, you had like some pretty good weather today, then. Uh, today was somewhat cloudy and it rained a little bit, but I mean, to me. That's good weather because yeah. I prefer it colder. I prefer rain. When you live in Southern California almost your entire life, you get kind of bored of the whole sunshine and rainbows thing. Yeah, like it's nice. Don't get me wrong, but like after months of it constantly and it constantly getting hotter and hotter, it's like yo, a cold day is amazing every yeah. now and then. As, as a, a member of Team Fat and a big guy, I love the cold weather because yes, there's, just, there's so many. Um, layers I can get down to before I get uncomfortable and I don't want to make other people uncomfortable. Like, yeah, I get that. I get that. You can, you can always put more on. There, there's a certain limit that gets to me where I'll take things off. I always prefer being colder than to being hot and sweaty. Yeah, for sure. I, I My friends who like enjoy the summer and uh, how are you on, on beaches? Do you like going to the beach? I'm fine with it. Like, I have no okay. problem going to the beach. I personally don't swim a whole lot, mm-hmm. but I have nothing against it. I'll go into the beach, no problem. I will swim. I know how to swim, thankfully. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I hate the beach. I can't fucking oh, swim. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, hey. I, I go there because I'm on the island, and there's beaches no matter what direction you go to. I just, I can't stand it, man. I don't know what it, it's either the sand or uh, the beaches near me are very rocky. Okay, yeah, I get that, I get that. Yeah, and we get some nasty de- jellyfish in, oh. in the peak of summer. And uh, Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish before? No, but I'm told that if you ever get stung by a jellyfish, you got to pee on it. That's one way, yeah. Or you can uh, just go to the lifeguard stand and they have like a like a wash. Well, well will he pee on it for you? Because no. you don't have to pee? I mean, I've never asked for him to pee on it, but... That might be a service that they provide. I don't know. 
I mean, like, if, if you don't have to pee and no one, know, no one you're with has to pee at that moment, how do you get to pee? And asking the good questions, Zyger. I appreciate that. I'm going to yeah. have to think about that one. <laughs> um, so speaking of Zyger, where did that name come from? Uh, so in middle school, I was in my biology class, and we were learning about, like, evolution and how animals over time adapt to their current climate, the whole Galapagos Islands thing. And me and my friend weren't really paying attention to class. We were just sort of, like, in the back of the classroom drawing a tiger it was a black tiger. It had like green, like neon green stripes and it had metal claws. And we called it the X tiger. But then we realized later that that's a really stupid name. Mm-hmm. So we took the T off, moved the X over, and changed the I to a Y. And that's what Zyger came out of. And I've just been using that name since then. That's awesome. When you, when you first said X tiger, I thought of like Wolverine with stripes. I can see that. I can see that, yeah. Yeah, like a new X-Man. But now that I know you, like, you're the face of the X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish I liked the X-Men. I don't. You don't? No. Like, I, I watched like? the X-Men cartoon. Yeah. I watched the cartoon. Uh-huh. I watched a lot of the Fantastic Four stuff that they did with the X-Men. I just can't get into either the Fantastic Four or the X-Men. Wow. Uh, it, any reasons or, like, is anything off-putting about them? Not just, like, none of the characters grabbed me. Like, okay. like I mostly watched the cartoon show, and a lot of the cartoon show was real good. Yeah. And they played with a lot of different aspects, like being, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, oh my god, I'm blinking too. Ostracized? Like, uh... That's it, yeah. Yeah. Because they're mutants and everything, and people are totally against that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a, it's a great show, but it's like, none of the characters I really cared about mm-hmm. like wolverine was one sure i liked him uh but like rest the rest of the mutants i'm like i mean the whole mutant label i know the reason they did that so they can sell the toys and whatnot mm-hmm. but like i don't know it just didn't seem right well i mean it also comes from uh their they get their powers from mutation so, yeah but no i think that's fine i guess I mean, I, I... I like them, I just don't like them as much as other people. Yeah, I mean, I watched the, the cartoon as well, but it wasn't until the uh, the live-action movie came out that oh, I, okay. I got real hooked on it. Uh, I remember the end of the first one, and um, the, I guess it was like a real... I don't know if it was an Easter egg or the way it ended. It was either a post credit scene or not, where it had the image of... Oh, or am I thinking of X2? I think I'm thinking of X2 with the image of the phoenix in the water, like following okay. that. That got me so hyped. I think that was the, the most hyped I've been in a theater in a long time. See, um, I'm trying to remember all of the X-Men movies, but they all just sort of like blend in together as far as I'm concerned. Well, it's, the third one's awful. I remember that one being awful. The third one was one where uh, in I was in high school. I don't know where you were when you were the third one came out. I have no. Uh, mm, I'm it's a good question. Let's see what year that was, because I st- strictly remember getting like a, we had a whole row of high school friends um, taken up in that theater. Uh, but that that movie was so bad. They killed Cyclops for no reason. They killed Professor. I remember Cyclops. that. Yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, they had the Juggernaut, and he was just there because of the meme. Um. 2006. So, how old were you in 2006? 
Okay, time to do some math. Uh, it's 2018 now. That's what, 12 years? Yeah. I was 10. I was in elementary school when that movie came out. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I was a... I was in fourth grade when that came out because I turned ten when I was in the end of fourth grade. You know what? I was in college, Siger. I wasn't even in high school. <laughs> I graduated. Yeah, I graduated college in two thousand nine. So yeah, I was in college when that movie came out, and you were in elementary school. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I feel so old. Nah, don't. Nah, it's it's fine, I guess. Um, so you're not into X Men, which is totally fine. Uh, what are you into? As far as, like, superheroes? Superheroes, games, whatever. Well, as far as superheroes go, I'm more a fan of the DC stuff. I like a lot of the Marvel stuff, just not necessarily X-Men or Fantastic Four. Yep. I really don't like the Fantastic Four at all. That's a, that's a completely separate issue. I know I'm in the minority of people on that one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like the Fantastic Four. I don't. I don't but, like, the a... general Marvel stuff, I do like. Yeah, I don't have a huge history with Fantastic Four, other than the movies. So I can take them or leave them. Yeah, I only know of them from, like, a cartoon back in, like, the early mm-hmm. years, before Marvel sold the rights. And then when that movie came out, everyone was so excited. And everyone was so sad because yeah. the movie was awful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't care about these characters. They're all losers. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like superhero. I like DC mostly. A lot of the heroes from there I like. As far as video games go, RPGs are one of my favorite series. Uh, first-person shooters or action adventures like DMC or Bayonetta. Uh, I play a lot of casual shooters like Fortnite or Overwatch. Now I I, I call them casual shooters, mm-hmm. even though a lot of the time those are mostly competitive type games. I only play it casually like with friends. Yeah. So I'm not like super hardcore into either of those games. And I know because, uh, uh, look behind the curtain, this is our second take of trying to do this. The audio yeah. And we had some complications the other day. Um, so I know you're a huge Pokemon person. Oh my god, fuck. I can talk about Pokemon for fucking ever. <laughs> and one of the questions I asked you on the, the one the other day, um, was what do you want from the new Pokemon? Okay, so I'm gonna. This is gonna be an entire twenty minutes here. That's totally fine. So a lot of people were speculating that in this upcoming year we're going to get a Pokemon Switch game. Now a lot of people are thinking it's going to be eighth gen, which is the yeah, it's going to be eighth gen this time around because the last one, Sun and Moon, was seventh gen. So people are thinking the eighth gen game is going to come out this year. A lot of people already saw the leaked image of what the starters may look like. And I hope that's true because the Fire Bunny looks amazing. I want it. It's so adorable. That does, water that does excite me as someone who hasn't played since Gold and Silver. The, yeah. The, those drawings of the, the leaked starters, that does excite me a little bit. Which one do you like the best? Uh, the Fire Bunny. I, I was a Charmander. Fuck yes. I was a Charmander guy when I was younger. Fire so. starters all the way. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, so people are hoping that game comes out this year. I hope it doesn't. I hope it comes out either at the end of 2019 or the beginning of 2020. If they release a Pokemon game this year, I want it to be a fourth-gen remake. Give Game Freak, the Pokemon company, whoever else, the time they need to learn how to use the Switch and how to adapt Pokemon onto it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just going to be what happened with X and Y, where, I don't know if you know X and Y, those are the first Pokemon games on the 3DS. I remember those, yeah. 
Yeah, so in that generation, they only added 70-ish Pokemon because they focused mostly on adapting the game to the system. All of the new features you're able to do, uh, that gen was 6th gen. And it introduced a bunch of new aspects of the game. It even introduced bench sitting, which is something people have been demanding for since 1st gen. You can see the bench. It's what... When you're walking around the overworld and you see benches, but you can't sit on them because they're just pixels. Oh, okay. Six Gen gave the benches life, and you're able to sit on the bench, and people lost their shit. It's like first time. <laughs> you you have no idea. You laugh at it, but it's a real I do thing. Laugh at it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I just can't. Rem- I can't imagine the fervor of uh, being able to sit on a bench. <laughs> when the Pokemon X and Y like announcement trailer came out, and that was at the end of the trailer, people lost their collective shit. Like, oh my god, we can sit down? <laughs> so that's like Tim Getty's Gatorade get hype moment. Yes, people forgot about the character customization because X and Y was also the first game to introduce customizable characters. Okay. They forgot about that one sec when they saw the bench sitting. It's like, yo guys, <laughs> we can finally sit down. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, also, like I said, it introduced character customization, so you're able to customize your character. So when they did that 3DS game, they focused more on what they could do on system rather than what they could do for, like, Pokemon. So they only added 70, and they focused more on features. And then when they went on to their next game, which is the Sun and Moon series, they added a bunch more Pokemon, which I respect. A lot of them were real good. And they played with a couple of new features. Mm -hmm. They got rid of gyms in place of this whole Trials thing, and it was fine. But for my dream Pokemon game, I want them to go back to gyms. That's what I would want to get me to come back in. I, the gyms, it, it felt like you were accomplishing more. I don't know how the Trials yes. felt, but it felt like when you went into a gym, you had to make sure you were ready to go. And you had the right um, combination of elements and different types of Pokemon in order to combat whatever they had. I like that idea a whole lot better, so I hope they do go back to that. I hope they go back to gyms. Let me explain to you one of the trials in Sun and Moon. Okay. So you, you go into this volcano area. You have to make it to the top of this thing. It's just like a normal route thing, no problem. You make it to the top, and you have to play a game with the trial master. He's like, spot the difference between these two photos. Mm-hmm. And you basically do three rounds of that, and at the final round, it's uh, a picture of a hiker. And then a picture of a hiker and some big salamander Pokemon whose name I forget. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's the difference? It's like, oh, it's obviously the salamander thing. Yeah. And then that thing battles you. And then you win the trial by beating it. Really? That's the whole yeah. thing? Yeah, that's the whole thing. And it's like you're just playing these little mini games. And then at the end of every mini game, it's always you have to battle the Pokemon you encounter. That's, yeah, no, I don't like that. Yeah, no, it was a nice thing that they tried out. Yeah. But I don't want them to go back to that. I want them to go back to gyms. It made more sense. Yeah. It's a lot more structured. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want them to do that. I also want them to bring back the Pokemon Contest. Because, like, in you said you opted out out of Gen 2, right? Like, after that, you stopped playing after the games? gold and silver is when I stopped. Yeah. So, at the beginning of 3rd Gen, they introduced Contest, which is, like, a way of Pokemon battling without battling. Okay. It's mostly just for, like, visual stuff. Where instead of using attacks to hurt other Pokemon, you use it to show off your own Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You can do combination of attacks, do prettier things. And in the games, it hasn't necessarily been explored that much. They did a thing with it. They introduced it in 3rd Gen. They brought it back in 4th and 5th Gen. 5th mm-hmm. Gen is where they ended it, though, because that's when they also introduced a few other things you can do. And then in 6th and 7th Gen, they didn't have any contest. But then to bring contests back... 
because that was a lot of fun. It was a new way to play Pokemon mm-hmm. instead of the traditional battle. Yeah. And I want them to explore other battle mechanics because uh, as of third gen, they also introduced double battles. In fourth gen, they introduced triple battles. Mm-hmm. In fifth gen, they introduced uh, rotation battles. So it's not then, like a tag team mechanic, like in tag, yeah. tag or uh, Marvel vs. Capcom? It's similar. So in rotation battles, you had three Pokemon out. And just like you said, it's like Marvel vs. Capcom or any of those fighting games yeah. where you're able to swap out between the Pokemon mid-fight. Okay. And then they'll do an attack. But at the same time, your opponent can also do that. So it adds like another level of strategy. Mm-hmm. I want them to bring these uh, previous battle mechanics back into the game and introduce them in new ways. Because, like, imagine every gym battle is something different. Like, the first gym, one-on-one, no problem. Second gym introduces double battles. So now you got to fight with two Pokemon. Then third gym will be a triple battle. Uh, fourth gym, or the fourth gym could be a rotation battle. And then just mix and match it, so that way you're always trying something new. Yeah. What? Hear me out. What if there was a gym where you walked in, and, like, you walk in the gym, and they say, all right, you have to leave your Pokemon here at the front door. And you walk, oh. in, you walk in, and... The gym leader's just sitting there, or standing there at a table, and you have to play the Pokemon card game to beat the gym Holy shit! (laughs) Dude, I was balls deep in the Pokemon trading card game. I love that Game Boy game. I, I, if Virtual Console comes anytime soon to the Switch, and they have a Game Boy section, and I could get that on the Switch, I'll be a happy, happy man. I bought that game probably four times already because it's just so good. I've had it on my 3DS. Yep. So I would love that idea. I don't know if they would do that for like one of the real gyms. They might have like a side gym because like I don't know if you played the first game, like Red, Blue, Yellow. Yes. At Saffron, they had a Sabrina's gym and it was like a fighting gym. Mm-hmm. I want them to do like a second side gym. It's like, yo, this is the trading card game league. Yeah. And it's like a little mini game that you could play. But oh my god, if they bring up, if they brought back the trading card game, could you imagine it's like a uh, like a Gwent inside a Pokemon? Yes, they have their own trading card game with the Pokemon in it. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be sweet. It's, it's something like because as a as a substitute teacher and I, at summer camps and stuff, the kids are still collecting Pokemon cards like crazy. I didn't realize it was. Oh like, yeah, there's a lot. I was, when I was their age, it first came out and it was huge. So seeing them still collecting it now, and then they try to play it, but they don't use energy cards, they don't use the yep. counters or anything. I was like, guys, come on. You, if you're going to play it, sit down and let me teach you. And then they lose interest, and then they just go off and do it their own way. I remember being a piece of shit kid who did that to you. Someone tried to teach me how to play the card game. I'm yeah. like, no, I've played enough video games. I know that my Pokemon is invincible, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got whoever Pokemon has the most HP like automatically wins. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and and if you had Hollow Charizard, you win by default. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think I traded mine when I was younger because I was stupid. Uh, I traded it for like I don't know a Clefairy or something. Oh. Because I've never I never saw <laughs> one before, and I, I I for sure thought I was going to get another Charizard. Oh man, rip. Yeah, it, it was not not good. I remember getting Japanese cards and making up effects out of it as if I could read Japanese just so I can cheat at games. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Oh, man, yeah. That's a that's big still now, too. Kids come in with the Japanese versions. Yep. Or it, it's very clearly a fake. It's like oh, on very yeah. bad paper. 
I was like, all right, kids. Come and sometimes on. the back card is like upside down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, yeah. Uh, I've bought a lot of fake cards in my time. Yeah. Uh huh. Not by choice. Did Was it like uh, you buy it off of people? Yeah, I bought it, like I would buy it from like small vendors. Like, yo, I can give you a deck of Pokemon cards for a dollar. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, yo, a dollar for an entire brand new deck of Pokemon cards? Mm-hmm. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Buy it. Take it home. Realize all the cards are fake. It's like, man, I don't want this. No, something that just popped in my head. Another big thing that I know you love is Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my! Can it's you, not just Yu-Gi-Oh. Can you, can you sell me on Yu-Gi-Oh? Man, it's that's super hard now because they cha- They recently changed it in a way I don't like. But like Yu-Gi-Oh mm-hmm. is a game. It has basic rules. Yeah. For example, like you can open one monster a turn. Uh, trap cards can only be activated after your turn, blah, blah, blah. It has a few basic rules, but in order to play Yu-Gi-Oh!, at least on any somewhat competitive level, it's basically, how can you manipulate the rules in any way for your favor? You you will be surprised how often you will have to break the rules in order to play certain cards that you want. Yeah. And the entire game is, screw the traditional rules, I will make up my own. And I'm not even joking about that. It is literally written within the cards. Wow. Some of the cards have effects like, hey, ignore this summoning condition and play this card in order to activate this other card. So the game is whole is this whole cat and mouse between who can exploit the rules more, you or your opponent. Okay. But it's a lot of fun. There's over at least, I think it was 38,000 or 3,800,000 cards. I don't know. There's a lot of cards out there. Damn. That is a but lot. Yeah, I think Yu-Gi-Oh is in its sixth generation. No, yeah, sixth generation because Brains uh, is Gen six. Is the yeah, there's a lot of different still cards. Going? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh Brains is the new cartoon. Okay. Uh, Four Kids is dead, R.I.P. But the new studio that's picking it up, uh, they're dubbing Brains, and the first episode of the English dub for Brains comes out this month, actually. Okay. Because they're bringing back the original Yu-Gi-Oh movie. And they're putting it in theaters as a special screening because they remastered it, re-HD'd it and whatnot. Okay. So they're, they're re-putting this movie out, but with that, they're also doing the first episode of the brand new series with the new protagonist and everything. Mm-hmm. So all that will be premiering, I think, on the 28th, if I remember right. But yeah, so I'm going to watch that at some point. Now, are they going to do the thing that the Pokemon movie did where you get cards for going to see it at the theater? Oh, all the time. So, okay. the last movie that came out was uh, Dark Side of Dimensions. It came out at the beginning of 2017. Mm-hmm. Me and my little brother went to the theater. We got an Obelisk of Tormentor card, and it was legit. I think I have it here somewhere. It's somewhere. What, like, is that, like, a rare card? Is that, like, a powerful card? It, okay, so, in the original Yu-Gi-Oh! series, there were three god cards, the Egyptian god cards, Obelisk of Tormentor, Slap of the Sky Dragon, and the Winged Dragon of Raw. In the anime, only one of each of these cards existed because when Pegasus made the cards, they were cursed and it killed everyone who worked on them. So yeah, so in the real world, obviously, in the real world, it's obviously not like that. But yeah, these are basically super rare cards that are super powerful uh-huh. and mega OP, but they're hard to play. For like a lot of them, you have to sacrifice three monsters in order to play it, mm-hmm. and getting three monsters on the field isn't hard. But it's keeping them on the field long enough so you can summon it on your next turn. Yeah. That's the hard part. But like I said, there are a lot of different ways you can exploit the rules in your yeah. favor. Yeah. It's something that would interest me. Like, all 
old card games are something that interests me because it feels like it's a lot of fun when you get into it. it it's the same thing where I am uh, I'm getting into D&D. Oh, nice. Uh, not that I'm playing it, but I decided to check out Critical Role of the new campaign. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm hooked. I, I watch it live every week, even though when it's over, it's like 2-something in the morning, my time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... I'm trying to remember the name of that one show. Uh, there's this D&D podcast that I listen to also. It's not Critical Role, mm-hmm. but I've been, I heard nothing but great things about Critical Role, so I want to check them out. Yeah. It's by, it's called The Awesome Zone, that's what it's called. You know, it's, no, The Adventure Zone, The Adventure Zone, yeah, that's what it is. Somebody told me about that too, because I mentioned that I was getting into it, and they said, oh, if you like that, check out The Adventure Zone, because they, they're really good at it as well. I haven't done yeah. that, but I'm excited too. I really I'm like wanna... 25 episodes into it, it's real good. I want to play. Same. Yo, we should do it at KF Prom because we have like eight people. And I know of those eight people there, at least four of them want to play D&D, but okay. no one has a group to play it with. Ooh. We could possibly do that maybe. And maybe do it like monthly on Google Hangouts or something. Yo, I would be down. Um, uh, that, I'm yeah, we, excited. We got to find a DM though. Yeah. That's, that's always, the only hard part. That's always the, yeah, because there's a game I play in summer camp. It's called Mafia. Have you ever played Mafia? Is that the game where... Okay, wait, explain it real quick. Explain it real quick. Um, I don't know if the rules are different, but we play it as everyone closes their eyes. I pick three Mafia members, um, and then they choose who gets to... Who gets killed, but we don't say killed. We just say kicked out of town. And yes, I love that game. So, but I want to play it. But my Really? I, I always want to play Mafia, but since I'm the director of the camp, I run the camp. No one, the counselors don't want to run the game because it's a lot of talking, a lot of paying attention. So I'm always stuck running the game and making sure everyone doesn't make any mistakes. And then the moment they give me a chance to play, I'm always the first one kicked out. Rip. Yeah. Okay, so Kyle, there's this game that I got addicted to for like maybe two or three months. Mm -hmm. It's a free-to-play game. It's called Town of Salem. Oh, I've watched the YouTube videos. Yep, it's basically the Mafia game, except it has a little more rules where all the townspeople have an ability, Mm -hmm. and you have to help each other figure out who the Mafia is. You should try that. We should also play Mafia at uh, Prom, because I fucking love that game. Mafia's awesome. So how do you guys normally decide who the Mafia is? Uh, basically, I have the kids, and I have, I'm in charge of about 45 kids. Yeah. So we have them all sit in a big circle, and everyone closes their eyes, and we have the counselors make sure no one's peeking, and I just walk around and tap them on the head. And okay. Once I pick how many Mafia members there are, I'll say, if you felt the tap on your head, open your eyes, look at your other Mafia members quietly, close your eyes, and then continue from there. Like, whenever, uh, in my, I think we played it in middle school, that's when I'm going to learn how to play it. We would get a deck of cards, yep. and we would take out all the face cards, except for, like, two or three. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, when we shuffle the cards, everyone gets a card, and whoever has a face card is Mafia. Whoever has uh, the Ace of Spades uh-huh. would be, like, the detective or whatever, and they would try to, they would get a hint every night on who is the Mafia and whatnot, but then we, like, we make up our own rules. But that's usually how we decided who Mafia was. Okay. Yeah, that would work more with adults because the kids would leave the yeah cards they would bend the cards yeah 
it would it'd be a, a whole issue. Um, but it's, I'm way more excited about prom now because we have. Dude, I fucking like, love mafia. <laughs> like whenever I explain mafia to people, I would say, "Hey, have you ever played mafia?" And no one would get that. But then I would explain it. I would explain like the rules of the game, and they would always call it something different. One of my friends calls it Indians. I'm like, okay. that's a weird way. To, that's a weird name for it. Yeah. But hey, it works. Another one called it uh, Goblins. So okay. it's like more medieval and everything. I'm like, okay, so a lot of people know this game. They just call it multiple different things. Yeah. I'm really happy you call it Mafia. Yes. And I, I learned it from a counselor. She was only there for a summer, but that's one game she brought to camp, and that was five years ago, and we play it nonstop. Yeah, I've been playing that game since like middle school, but it's hard to find people to play it with. Yeah. Because it's... You can't really play it with a small group because then it gets over real quick. Yeah. You gotta play. But that's why I love Town of Salem. Yeah. You play with at least, I think, 12 people. Mm-hmm. But, like, every person has an ability, so everyone has something to contribute. It's a lot of fun. You should yeah, try it. I should. One of these days when I have some free time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's get into... Oh, before we get into that, something uh, the last time we tried this came up. And it fascinated me when I asked you about your favorite movie. Oh, God. And you said <laughs> you said that you're not a big movie fan, which is fine. But you introduced me, or you told me about this game that the people in the community play with you. Would you like to explain that game? I mean, I'd rather not, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyway. Yes, we are. The game is called What Does Zyger Know? And it's a game I can't win. I understand I can't win this game. But basically... I am really bad with names, and I'm not just talking about, like, person-to-person name. I mean, like, names in general. Like, uh, for example, Greg Miller. No idea who Greg was for the first three months I watched him. It's only because he said, hi, my name is Greg Miller, that I remember what his name was. Uh But yeah, as far as, like, movie actors go, even the most well-known actors, I might not know who they are because I don't know any of their names. So I want you to name... Uh, we'll say three actors, okay. and I'll see how many of those I can actually get. All right. There's very few I actually know. So, first one off the bat, Tom Cruise. You did this to me last time. I did, and that's why I'm doing it again. <laughs> Fun fact, a lot of the time when we play the What the Zyger Game know at events, they would always name the same couple just to see if I would remember it from last time, and every single time, I do not. Tom Cruise, hold on, is... No. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Come on, Zagger. Was he in Polar Express? No, that's Tom Hanks. Damn it! Tom Hanks is the other one I don't know! (laughs) Tom Hanks is the one that I explained to you was Woody. And you're like, oh! Yes! Yes, you're right. Oh my god. Alright, so I'm impressed that you remembered it was Tom, though. Like, Tom Hanks and Polar Express and Tom Cruise both share Tom. That's a good thing. I'm getting better. You I still getting can't better. win. Alright, so here here's number two. Uh Mark Ruffalo. Ah, oh, that's another one they always do. I, I like him because he likes to ruffles feathers, because that's his name. Mark Ruffalo though. Uh sh- I is he was he in any of the Fast and the Furious movies? No. Damn. He's the Hulk, Zyger. Wait, which one? The, like, the current Hulk? One, the current Hulk. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it, that's why his name is familiar. 
All right, last one, last one. Uh, oh, I, I want to not say the same ones I said last time. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. I always confuse her with Jennifer Lopez. Okay, hold on. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I feel like she was in a spy movie at some point. She might have been. Yeah, was it? you could say that, but it's not Mr. like a... Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No, that's Angelina Jolie. Damn it. <laughs> you, were, you were close because her new movie is called Red Sparrow, and I think that's a spy movie. I think so, yeah. But I was thinking Hunger Games. She's Katniss. Oh! Oh, I wasn't even close. Yeah, no, you weren't. When you said spy movie, I was like, eh. All right, so the, here is everyone who listens to this challenge. You need no. to come up with some names. And you need to quiz Zyger. We need to get his movie knowledge uh, bumped up a bit. There is very few that I know, like, for sure. But that, that's not the point. The point is, this game is awful and I can't win. What's one as you far know as, for sure? Uh, Morgan Freeman. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> name the movie. I'll help you out. Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. That's a good. That was what I was gonna say, but I was like, Zyger has to know Samuel L. Jackson. See, okay, so Samuel L. Jackson's one of the favorites that uh, Kaylee and Sean and whoever else plays this game likes to point out that I know because of my quote grab for him. When they asked me this one, the first movie I said was Star Wars because you know my swindu. Yeah. What they will never let down is the very next movie I say he's in is Deep Blue Sea. It's like, why is that the one movie you know him from? Like, Deep Blue Sea is amazing. It is You have amazing. no idea. I, I'm not going to fault you for that, because Deep Blue Sea is awesome. But, but they forget that I said Star Wars beforehand, so they only think I know him from Deep Blue Sea. Revisionist history at its finest. Basically. But, fun fact, Deep Blue Sea 2 coming out later this year. I'm hella excited for that. Wait, they're making a sequel to Deep Blue Sea? That's what I said. But they are. Oh my god. We're only like 18 years later, but you know. Wow. I don't even know what... I mean, I do what the mo- know what the movie will be about, but why? I don't know. They should just but I'm edit it. They should just edit it into Geostorm and did the whole thing. I wouldn't complain about that. Because yeah. I actually enjoy Geostorm. I, I never saw it. I had a good time at the theater during Geostorm. I heard it has a good podcast. I, it has an excellent podcast. Great theme song. Uh, that's a perfect segue, uh, Zyger. Speaking of Kind of Funny and the Geostorm podcast, uh, how'd you get into Kind of Funny? What what uh, what made you start watching them? Okay, so I I knew who Greg was for the longest time, but I only knew him as the loudmouth asshole from IGN. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he was loud about, but I know he was loud. It wasn't until he was on the Rooster Teeth show called The Gauntlet, which was like a semi-reality TV show contest show where YouTube celebrities would all come in and they would all compete at various games. Every week, someone would get eliminated. And at the end, the winner would have, I think it was like $10,000 donated to a charity of their choice. And I believe it was uh, Greg, Adam Kovic. um... Oh, God, I can see his face. I, Justine, was one. It was Freddie W. Freddie W. I think is the one I, I was blanking on. 
Yeah, there was a lot more, but yeah, they were a team, and that was the first time I actually, like, watched something of Greg, Mm -hmm. and he was hilarious on that show. I fucking loved him there. Yeah. And then I was like, I'll give him a shot. So I watched some of his stuff on uh, IGN. Uh, Before I started listening to Beyond, I saw his Let's Plays with Brian for Minecraft and Sims. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, this Greg guy's hilarious. And at the time, I was listening to the IGN Xbox podcast. Because I was more into Xbox at the time. Yeah. I'm like, I'll give the PlayStation 1 a shot. Why not? And then, like, oh, Greg's on this one. He's the loud, he's the loud guy. That makes more sense. Yeah. And he's always at the salty guy, who later I realized is Colin. Yeah. Again, bad at names. Mm-hmm. It's only because he introduced himself as Greg Miller every time he's on camera that I remembered it so quickly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I started listening to Beyond... And then uh, I realized, or found out later that he had his own thing, Game Over Grey Show. And I only found that out because Barbara Dunkelman was on it. And so was Birdie Birds at some point. So I watched both of those episodes. I'm like, I really like this stuff. So I watched more of it. And then after like two or three months of barely understanding Kind of Funny, because at, at, that's when they were rebranding it to Kind of Funny. Yeah. So after like two or three months of that, I woke up one morning and they all left IGN. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I that that was one of the weirdest things to wake up to. Cause, right? Because uh, I, I said it in my pre-recorded intro I did for this episode, that I, I discovered the guys from Podcast Beyond, and that was only because I was looking up a, a video walkthrough uh, of some game I was playing. can't remember the name. And then I went from there, and I saw them conversation with Colin about ants and all these crazy topics. And I was hooked. And I, I always loved the idea of ha- getting my video game stuff from IGN and them. And then getting to see them hang out and be goofballs. And bring in, like, uh, Christine Lakin from a TGIF show that I loved to watch when I was yeah. there. And all these cool people into a spare bedroom to talk about whatever they wanted to. And then I woke up and I saw the thumbnail of the, gr- the Greg and Colin, like, either side to side with, like, a white background. We quit IGN. I'm not going to lie, I teared up. I was very sad. For the longest, like, 20 minutes, I thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, April Fool's came early this year. I'm like, oh, it's really early. We're in January. Yeah. I, I it was... And, and from there, they did the whole kind of funny thing. They rebranded. Yep, officially. And then when they did their last Beyond, that was an yeah. emotional roller coaster. Yeah, that last Beyond. Fuck, man. I I don't know why, but I recently watched it not that long ago, and it's oh really? It still hit me in the feels. I I, I like to go back and watch a lot of the old episodes, and uh, especially when it gets closer to E three, I like to watch like the old E three live. Yeah, stuff. I get that. But something was just like I want to see the last moment before they went off to kind of funny full time. Like, that was, like, the last cut, I feel like. Yeah, because they stopped up at noon, like, two weeks before that, if I remember right. Yeah, but, man, that was, uh, that was a good podcast to end on. Yeah, they fucking nailed it. Yeah, so how does it feel, now that you're a a member of the community, how does it feel to, to hear your name, like, on stuff? Is that ever surreal? It's always surreal because it happens completely by accident. Yeah, I don't remember if we talked about it last time or not, but what happened was in like the beginning of February, 
this stupid Japanese game came out called Criminal Girls in Bite Only. Mm-hmm. And I remember they talked about it on Podcast Beyond before they left. It's like, this game looks really fucking stupid. And then Greg's like, I'm going to stream it. Yeah. And because Greg said he's going to stream it, I'm like, I'll check this game out. Greg's funny. He knows what's up. So I bought this game off the uh, NIS America website. And I got it like the day or, like the day before it came out. So I got it on like Monday. So I'm playing through the beginning part of the game. And then on Tuesday when the game comes out, Greg is streaming it on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it's only been like a month since I thought it So they're still learning things. At this point, Kevin was the, like the background guy that no one saw the face of. Yep. But uh, Greg's playing this game, and like he has no idea what's going on because it's super Japanese. Yeah. And me having played the game the day before, I was able to like help Greg in the Twitch chat. Like, oh, you need to go over here and talk to this person, and then you have to fight your way through these next few levels and go over here. So I was explaining to Greg what he had to do. I was also explaining to the Twitch chat who was also very lost because, again, this game is super Japanese. Yeah. And then uh, he streams it for like two hours. They leave. And then later that night, Greg comes back because Greg was in that time where he wanted to stream more games on Twitch. Mm-hmm. He streams uh, some weird game. I don't remember what it was. It was like a Metrovania-type game. But he bails out of that and goes back to Criminal Girls because he had more fun with it. Mm-hmm. And again, I was helping him and the Twitch chat. We were just hanging out. And then the next day, he sees me in the Twitch chat again. He's like, yo, this Zagger kid was here yesterday during the uh, Colin Greg live. Or, yeah, Colin Greg live. He was here for the Criminal Girl stream and the night Criminal Girl stream. This kid doesn't sleep. And then he made me a mod in the Twitch chat because oh, I was always so helpful. Oh, okay. Yeah. I only got a mod because I played the stupid Japanese game. <laughs> and because of that, I went out of my way to platinum this game. Oh, I got the platinum of it on the day of uh, KFL. Uh, of the first one? Yeah, because I couldn't go to the first one because that was the one that was 21 and over. Yeah, yeah. So, so I couldn't go to it because at the time I was like 19. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I platinum Criminal Girls because of the... Uh, Criminal Girls is the reason why Greg even noticed me in the Twitch chat. Yeah. Like, he saw me occasionally every now and then, but it wasn't until that point where Greg made me a mod in the Twitch chat that he's always calling me out on things, and it always just sort of snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have my copy of Criminal Girls over there. It's signed by all of the guys and, like, That's so awesome. many people. Like, that thing is covered in signatures because it's just, like, something so random that's so small. Like, if I didn't get it the day before the stream, I wouldn't have been able to help Greg or anything. Yeah. But because I had this game, because I was able to do that, I became a mod, and then everything else just sort of snowballed from there. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Criminal Girls. Without them, right? this wouldn't be happening. That's crazy. Um, so then going from that, uh, I wanted I want to talk to you about the Mario Kart thing. Because oh my as, God, that's a lot of fun. As a viewer watching that race live, that was better than any racing event I've ever watched. Like any NASCAR, not that I'm a huge NASCAR fan, but that had more excitement in it than any racing type of uh, event. Yeah, that was super stressful, like, during the race, because I, I believe Greg won the first round, I won the second round, and then third round was tiebreaker, and it was so close. Yeah. I am real upset I didn't win that, but, you know, life happens. Well, that and, and a, you guys played for charity, so it was yeah. it was a win-win. No one yeah, both of us, yeah, both of us bet $150, 
and then Greg and Sean Pitt bet hundred fifty dollars mm-hmm. on who would win this out or who would win this race, and it came down to the last second. And the video is up on YouTube, so anyone can watch it. Yep. But at the very end, uh, Greg's ahead of me. At we're on Mount Wario, and there's this part in Mount Wario where you have to drive and navigate through a bunch of trees. When I was going through this part, I had a mushroom, and I was going towards the double item block. So I had to use the mushroom so I could pick up both items, hoping to get something so I can catch up to Greg. Yeah. But when I did that, I used the mushroom, and I rammed into a tree. And that's what set me back a long way. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to catch up eventually because I had five red shells. There was also a lightning bolt that hit us both. And then a blue shell. Right when I was about to pass Greg, the blue shell comes by, and it hits him. And at the very edge of the ring, because the blue shell has a blast radius, at the very end of that, I was like just in it enough to where it also hit me. So I couldn't pass him while he was spinning out. Yeah. So Greg won. I, ju- I remember that moment very clear. Because that's when Greg like stands up and is like really tense. Yep. Like, no, no, no. Oh, God. That's, that's awesome. I hope there's a rematch in the future. We've had a rematch at a uh, KFL three last year at the uh, Foundry Bar. That's right. I remember, I remember being somewhere in the crowd. I couldn't see the race, but turns out me and Greg don't understand how betting works. So <laughs> at that rematch at the Foundry, we both put twenty dollars down. Yeah, and then other people started putting money down, and it's like Greg and I were like, "Who That's... gets the money if we win?" Yeah. <laughs> so we decided, "Fuck it, winner takes all." And then, and then we were explaining to people, yo, it's just going to be a winner takes all. You don't have to put money in. Yeah. More people put money in. Eventually, it was like $98 in total. Jeez. Yeah, so Greg and I race. I beat him, barely, but I won. And then I felt really weird taking the money, but it was like, no, winner took all. You won. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It was me, Greg, and like two other girls whose name I don't remember. Uh-huh. But yeah, we were all racing. And I guess winner takes all, so I won a ninety-eight dollars back. That's awesome. Which I which I eventually put back into extra life. Oh, cool. That, that's very nice. Um, I may have bought it a drink. I mean, as you do, <laughs> as you do. I remember buying many drinks at the Foundry that night. Yeah, that was a that was a fun night. Yeah, that place is awesome. By the way, shout out to the Foundry. We are absolutely going back. I can't wait because that was my first time. Not only. At, like, a major meetup, other than the ones that I've done out here in New York. Yeah. Um, but that was the first official kind of funny thing I've ever been to, and the first time I've ever been on a plane. Oh, really? Yeah. So I flew across the country for the first time, and when I walked in and I, I saw everybody, I was like, this is... It sounds super corny, but it's, yeah. like, it's almost like a religious experience. <laughs> I mean, people have described us to a cult before, so you yes. know. Very much so, but it's it's not one where I have to, like, give blood samples and... and you don't have to sacrifice. drink the Kool-Aid. No, you don't. It's just, It was just awesome being a part of so many people that love the same thing that I do. Yeah, that being said, though, the Kool-Aid was there, so people who wanted to, they could. Absolutely, and they had all... They're all video game named drinks... Uh, oh, anime named drinks. The Cowboy Bebop yeah. I had many of, and it was the. Last. I had so many one punches. <laughs> the one punch was real fucking good. Yeah, they had great drinks there. I'm I'm so excited if we go back there. I feel like they rotate the names out all the time. So like last time when we were there, it was anime themed. So a lot of the drinks were anime themed. Yeah. I wonder what it's going to be next time when we go over. 
Because I want to ask them for a one punch, but they might not have the one punch on the menu. They might call it something else now. Yeah, I'd be. I'm excited to to find out. Let's go, bro. Let's go. Uh, so speaking of kind of funny, one of the main things they do is the game over Greggy show. It's what started it all. Well, not started it all, but it, it's one of my favorite pieces of content that they do. And so what I'm going to do on the show, and what you're you're going to do with me now is you're going to bring an old topic from an old episode. And we're going to have like a little discussion ourselves because if while I'm listening in my car or watching on YouTube, I always have something I want to say and interject with. But it's just yeah. like yelling at the TV or yelling at the window. Um, so what do we got today, Zyger? What's, the, what's your topic? So the topic that I picked was dumbest things we've spent money on. Okay. And... Uh, we talked about this last time you recorded, yes. but one of the bigger things that I remembered last time was uh, a guitar I bought when I was in elementary school, middle school time, because mm-hmm. there was this show on Nickelodeon called Drake and Josh, and in the show, Drake Bell, or, or Drake Parker, played by Drake Bell, uh, played a lot of guitar, and he always looked so cool doing it, mm-hmm. so I convinced my mom to go buy me a like $400 guitar that I used one entire time for maybe an hour. Realistically, it was like 20 minutes, but yeah. I held it for an hour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used a guitar once, and then it was just a display piece and a talk piece in my room. Yeah. I, I had one of those that I thought of afterwards. Uh, oh. For when I was in middle school, the the skateboarding thing was really kicking off. And okay. Part of that was because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and part of that was there was a skate park that was just installed in my town, and so I wanted to skateboard. I wanted to try to teach myself how to skateboard. So I go out and I buy um, an Alien Workshop skateboard. I I forget how much it was, but it was super expensive to 12-year-old me, and uh, I ended up using it once in my basement, and I... (laughs) The skateboard went out from underneath me. My tailbone hit the cement floor. I've done that. And I was done. I didn't attempt it anymore. I don't even know where the skateboard is now. It's probably long gone. But that was not a smart decision by young Kyle. I I tried to get into skateboarding again because of Tony Hawk, like you yeah. said. Uh, my mom got me like a $5 skateboard just to uh, try it out. Yeah. The same thing happened, except... Uh, I, like, flipped forward so the board fell underneath my feet going backwards. Okay. And then went up and hit my sister in the face. Oh. And she was like, you are not allowed to skateboard. And instead yeah. I got rollerblades, which were a lot easier to use and less, you know, face city. That was, uh, except for I didn't get rollerblades, I got a Razor scooter. Scooters are awesome. Scooters are awesome. Uh, not couldn't do any tricks, but I, I still scooted around all over town. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then something else that I bought in high school that was super stupid, uh, me and my friends used to play, uh, softball every Sunday. Um, but we would play on the little league fields where the fence was not nearly far enough for us to be playing on. Like it was almost like a grown man playing, uh, in a T-ball game. Okay. Like, Like it was, like it wasn't fair. Like we would be crushing home runs all the time nice and i thought man i'm getting really good i'm like the league leader in home runs because i kept the stats 
of everybody. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a really nice softball bat. So after my second paycheck that summer, I went out and I bought like a $400 softball bat. Oh, wow. That I used once. Nice, nice. Because that was the last game we played that summer. And uh, I brought it up with me to college because we played softball up there. Only to find out that that bat is illegal to use in the college games. Really? Yeah. It's illegal bats? Because it had something inside that was an unfair advantage. It was like a a bat on steroids, pretty much. I gotcha, I gotcha. So I paid $400 to use it for a couple at-bats, and I think my my roommate stole it. Oh, that sucks. I don't even have it anymore. And I still play softball from time to time. Another thing I remember that we didn't talk about last time. Yeah. You ever see that online joke of hiring two investigators to investigate each other? No, never. Okay, well, it's not like this online joke where the joke is, oh, you hire one investigator to investigate another investigator. Okay. And then hire that investigator to investigate the first one. So they're just watching each other. That's pretty awesome. So in uh, in high school, one of my friends, we're going to call her Sarah. She was going to dance with some guy, but she wouldn't tell us who. One of my other friends, we'll call him Mike, he really wanted to find out who was she was going with. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to ask her out, but, you know, he didn't. Yeah. So I told Mike, I'll give you $50 if you find out who it is. Mike's like, damn, he was, he he was going to look into it anyway. So he's following her around for, like, maybe three or four days, trying to figure out who she's talking to. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, one day, my friend Jordan came by. We're going to call him Jordan. And he was asking, like, hey, do you know why Mike is following Sarah around so much? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe Sarah's taking Mike over to the dance or something. And Jordan's like, that can't be right, because I'm taking her. I'm like, oh, really? You're taking her, huh? I wonder why Mike is uh, following her around. You know what? I'll give you $50 to follow him around and figure out why is she doing this. So I paid... Mike, $50 to figure out who Sarah's going to the dance with. Oh, man. I find out the answer, and I give him $50 to figure out why Mike is following her around. Mm-hmm. What I did anticipate was Jordan eventually told Sarah, like, hey, Mike is following you, and I don't know why. So Sarah confronts Mike, like, yeah. why are you following me around? I was like, I just want to know who you're going to dance with. As in Jordan came by, as in they all figure it out, and I was out $100, because like, yo, you paid me $50. I'm like, you're not wrong. And then Mike, Mike got real mad at me, because like, you know who it was the entire time, and you didn't tell me? I'm like, no, it's more fun this way. You were like a little puppet master. Yeah, and that's why whenever I see that joke, I'm like, yo, I've done that before, not with private investigators, with high school students, who aren't really that stealthy, apparently, because fucking everyone realized Mike was following her around for some fucking reason. Yeah, that's, I did that. That's pretty genius. From 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 a comedy standpoint, that's pretty genius. I try, as a high school kid, I probably could have used that hundred dollars towards something better. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good story, though. I remember in high school, I also was super lazy. Mm-hmm. So, like during lunchtime, whenever I wanted to like go get snacks from the car or everything, I would just pay other people to do it for me. Because, like, imagine, like, a cookie was, like, 50 cents. Yeah. I would someone a dollar, be like, hey, buy me a cookie. Use the 50 cents to buy yourself a cookie or something. Yeah. Or something those lines. And in high school, that's no problem. 
when I'm at like Target though, it doesn't really work well. I can't just give someone five dollars like yo go give me some Oreos real quick. Keep the change. Yeah, it doesn't happen well, or it doesn't work well. I did that one time to a friend, and I told him like, uh, I wanted Chip Ahoy's. Those the one of the red packages, the chewy ones. Chewy ones, yeah. I wanted some of those, so I gave him ten dollars and told, "Hey, uh, we're gonna go see this movie because uh, the target was close to the theater. Like, just buy some of those chewy chip hoy cookies and meet us there." Mm-hmm. He takes the ten dollars, goes to the target. We don't see him until like the movie starts. I'm like, "Yeah, did you get the cookies?" He's like, "Oh no, I used the ten dollars to buy drugs." I'm like, <laughs> "That's not what I want at all." He's oh like, my god! Wanted the cookies. I'm like. That's why I gave him the $10. He's like, I thought you were just hooking me up. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no, Target doesn't work well. Maybe, maybe I just need better friends. Did he, Who knows? Did he buy the drugs inside Target? I don't know. I saw him walk into the Target, and then we just, <laughs> didn't walk out. We just went to the movie theater. What kind of Target do you have by you? It was in San Bernardino, so it was kind of shady. Oh, okay. San Bernardino's not like a high-level area. It's more like super ghetto. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then something else that I did, other than buying the Wii U, which is a stupid, dumb decision to spend money, Zyger. I know you're going to fight me on this one. The Wii U, I'm okay with people not liking the Wii U. I'm just saying the Wii U was a great console. I have no problem spending the $300 I spent on that thing. It's a fantastic console. I understand why people hate it. I get it. Yeah. But it had great games, and it was an amazing device. Wow. Wii U games had its best. I, 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 you saying great and Wii U in the same co- sentence, it's throwing me off a bit. Game of the year 2014, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. So good. Okay, I, I, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Uh, but other than that, uh, in college, what I like to do uh, as a prank towards my friends would be to sign them up for magazine subscriptions. And uh, this one time I set up uh, my friend for a parenting magazine subscription. I think it was a year or whatever. And I didn't turn off the trial. Like there was a free trial period, like three months or whatever. And I forgot to turn it off in time. So I got billed every three months, whatever the price was. And I didn't realize it until a whole year has passed. I just thought, like, wow, he's still getting these magazines. This trial is going forever. And and so he had a stack of them in his dorm room. Um, And uh, very recently we found out he's actually – his wife is expecting. So I was like, hey, you're welcome. I pre-planned this. (laughs) I pre-planned this almost ten years ago. Enjoy. I mean, it worked out for him, assuming he still has those books. Uh, he better. That was his. Uh, g- that was his gift from me. So he better have it. You said you did that for two years. No, I think it was around a year, not two years. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I caught on after year one. Another thing I spent an exorbitant amount of money on is Nintendo handhelds. Mm-hmm. I would always buy. I typically always buy two of them because of Pokemon. Yeah, like you know, Pokemon. Every generation they do two games at once, yep. and Pokemon are version exclusive. I always have to buy myself a second DS or a second Game Boy so I could eventually trade all the Pokemon over to one. Because one, I didn't want to like bug my friends to do it, and some of my friends didn't have 
handhelds themselves, mm-hmm. so it's harder to trade. And I could always trade with my siblings and all, and that's fine. We do that all the time. But, like, sometimes I just want to trade, like, a hundred Pokemon at once. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to be there all day. The other person is not going to have enough time to do this. So it's better to get your second, your own second one. So every Nintendo handheld since the Game Boy Color I've owned two of. Mm-hmm. So two Game Boy Advances, two SPs, two DSs, three DSs, and soon to be Nintendo Switch. When that comes out, I'm eventually going to have to buy a second Switch. Oh, man. It's an expensive hobby you got there, Zagger. Yo, gotta catch them all. <laughs> all right, well, twenty-two years later, you still gotta catch them all. That was excellent. I, I, um, I'm happy that we talked uh, about an old topic because th- that was a, that was a fun one. A nice little trip down memory lane. Um, so now it's time for the Q and A section, Zagger. Are you ready right, for these go. tough questions? Yeah, I'm down. Let's go. All right. First couple questions come from our friend Dylan Blight. At Ziva I like on him. Twitter, he's a good guy. I've never met him. Have you met Dylan? No, he's Australian, so it's very hard to meet him. Uh, is he Australian or Tanzanian, from or Tasmania? It's one of those. <laughs> Tasmanian, like Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. Isn't Tasmania a part of Australia? I think so, or it's an island off the coast. I'm sorry, Dylan, if I'm screwing this up, but. I'm, I'm also sorry, Dylan. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, they're streaming right now on the Explosion Network channel. That's, that's right. Um, two years, I think? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, two years. Something along those lines, yeah. I was watching the stream earlier. He's good at Mario Kart. I have to kick his ass later. Yeah. Uh, first question from him. Favorite booze, Zagger? Your favorite alcohol? So as far as alcohols go, I'm still n- new to it. I'm still learning all the different kinds. If you ever see me at an event, I will most likely drink whatever it is you hand me. Mm-hmm. Some people say that's a problem. I shouldn't be doing that, but I do it anyway. Yeah. As far as like a type of drink, I would say a lemon shot is an, an easy to go to because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It has sugar on the rim. That's how you know it's a good drink. And you like to lick the glass until it's clean. I like, I like <laughs> to enjoy the drink and save the sugar, which is the best part for last. Uh-huh. And I'm not just going to leave the cup with the sugar on there, because that's a waste of sugar. I paid the whatever amount, $10, for the cup with the sugar, mm-hmm. and I will return the cup, maybe. <laughs> and also, this brings me to something I, I, I'm very curious about. Because I also have, I bought you a drink at PSX. Yes. I, I bought you what I thought were just two regular tequila shots. but no, fact, they were double. They were both double. And but you have this mantra and this saying you don't believe in hangovers and you've never had a hangover in your entire life. Never had a hangover, which is insane to me. To be fair, I haven't drunk alcohol since uh, I started at twenty-one yeah. after my twenty-first birthday. Mm-hmm. So I've never had alcohol before then. So it's only been a year and a half since I started. Yeah. So as of now, no hangovers. But eat, that's even better because I've never had, like, pre-exposure to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm completely new to the entire thing. And as long as you don't believe in something, it cannot hurt you. Just like Santa Claus can't hurt you. The Tooth Fairy can't hurt you. You just got to choose not to believe in them. Oh. Death and taxes, don't believe in them and they can't hurt you. That took a weird turn. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I mean, it works. Uh, next question from Dylan. Is who killed Robert, Roger Rabbit? 
I didn't realize he was dead. I said this last time. I, I thought he's well and alive. They made an entire movie on who framed him. If I had to pick someone who killed Roger Rabbit, it would be Mickey Mouse because Disney tried to buy him out. He said no. And it's like, you don't say no to Disney. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Disney says no to you. Uh, and then his last question, I'm still not going to say it this, this recording, is uh, can you say the word, and I'm going to give you the the acronyms, I guess, of uh, see you next Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Yes. I remember this. And I, I said it last time. I'll say it again. Dylan, you want me to say the word cunt, and I'm looking at the word, and I don't think I could bring myself to say cunt. Yeah. See, the word itself is just so mean. It's like, it's like if you wanted to be a cunt, you would say cunt. Dylan, do I look like a cunt to you? Only cunts say cunts, Dylan. You can write cunt, that's fine. But, like, to verbally say the word cunt out loud, you're just penetrating the ear holes of anyone nearby, and they're not very happy about it. Why would you cunt them? That, Bad Dylan. You've said it enough, I think, for all the episodes or however long the show runs. <laughs> Uh, next question comes from Eric Heights at Brudanos25. Um, we kind of touched on his beginning of the question of how and why you got so ingrained in your commu- in the community. Um, we talked about how you, it feels being uh, your name being mentioned on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, but what are the, the highlights and downfalls of that relationship? Uh, as far as like highlights and downfalls, a lot of people assume I'm super close friends with the guys and that I spend an exorbitant amount of money just mm-hmm. to hang out with them and whatnot. And that's not necessarily true. Like, Greg and I are friends. We talk every now and then. But it's not like something where he will tell me all of the secrets of KF or he promises me a job or anything. That's not how it all works. We're just friends. Yeah. And a lot of people assume that Greg and KF play favorites where they give admins or Reddit mods or Twitch mods personal preference or treatment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And none of that is true. There's no like secret click or anything. So that's one downfall is people assume that yeah. as far as like the benefits, it's nice to have a good friend. Like every now and then I would just vent on Twitter or just say something where it's like, I'm not necessarily okay, but whatever things will get better. Yeah. And every now and then Greg will just DM me. He's like, Hey, are you okay right now? And he reaches out every now and then just to double check to make sure, like, hey, mm-hmm. are you all right? Are you going through anything? Do you want to talk? Yeah. And it's nice to have him as a friend like that. Like, we don't talk too often. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, the opposite will happen, where I will check on him. Like, hey, are you all right? Yeah. But yeah. Especially after uh, this past week. I think this past week, is in terms of kind of funny content, has been one of the best weeks I yeah, this ever. this week and last week, yeah. they were both pretty good. Mm-hmm. But this week especially, they've done a whole lot with the, all the guests that they've had yeah. on. And uh, Greg on Twitter was so thankful, and he kept pre he kept thanking us. And there was there were some people like uh, Mario Not Bros and and um, I'm forgetting on the other person's name, but they were thanking Greg, and he would hop in and reply. Like, no, seriously, thank you. I love you. Very positive messages. And he, he does that all the time. And I think that's something that is super special about him as a person. Um, and I think even from older shows, he would say, 
Like, that wasn't always him, right? Yeah. He, he wasn't always, like, this nice guy um, that he is now, but I certainly appreciate this Greg we get now. Um, hey, Greg's the best. He is the best. He, and you could just walk up to him. If you've never met Greg before, like, there are some people I met at PSX who have never met Greg before, and they were super nervous. And I'm like, do not be nervous. Just walk up to him and say, hi, Greg, can I give you a hug? And you'll get you'll get a hug, and he'll take time he, out and talk to him. Talk he to him. may or may not be shirtless yeah. when he gives you said hug. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. I remember at PSX, I had to introduce Greg to like three or four different people because they were all too nervous. Yep. And that's always a lot of fun, introducing people to him. And they're like, yo, I've been a fan for this long or this long. Can you sign this? Greg's one of the coolest guys. I remember when I first met him in person, it was at RTX 2012, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even say hi to Greg. It was only, like, the Greg I knew from the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. And when I was going to go up to say hi to him and introduce myself, uh, he was currently ripping his shirt off, yelling at someone, taking a photo. I'm like, (laughs) man, he seems very busy. I don't want to talk to him. So I didn't actually talk to him until the following RTX, after the whole Zyger thing happened... And he got to know me at that panel. Uh, they did Colin Greg live at the RTX panel. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the panel, he was handing out mints and everything. I was like, yo, I want a mint. So I, me and a bunch of other people go get mints from Greg. And Greg grabs my hand and says, wait a second. Are you Zyger? I'm like, yes. He's like, he holds my hand. I was like, everybody, this is Zyger. He's like this kid in the Twitch chat. He's always helping out. And then everyone in the room applauded. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think you would actually, like, recognize me, mm-hmm. even though we've never met in person before then. He's like, no, I know exactly who you are. Thank you for everything you do, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, we he talked to him for a bit, and then he's like, I have to start the show now. Like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, but, yeah, was, that's a lot of fun. Also, uh, was it was it PAX East last year where he brought you up on the panel and yeah. chug a beer? So... I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Turns out... Don't get yourself in trouble if you don't want to. It's not me in trouble. It's someone else in trouble. I'll I'll tell you off camera. But that night was a lot of fun. Turns out I may have done something I wasn't supposed to. I didn't know about. Don't worry about it. But yeah, (laughs) that night was a lot of fun. It was really encouraging to have the entire crowd just like cheer you on, chugging whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a cool moment. Um... All right, next question comes from Tracy Henderson at that fake Tracy. He wants to know why you didn't go to Disneyland last Sunday with him and the family. Okay, I said I said this in the recording on Monday. I was babysitting at first, mm-hmm. then I got real tired. By the time I got off work and everything, it was like almost four or five, and it's like Disneyland's like an hour away. I'd get there at like maybe six, and I vaguely remember them saying that they were going to leave Sunday night at some point. It's like I'll see them for maybe a few hours. Mm-hmm. But is it really worth it? And it's like, I wanted to go out and hang out with them all day. I just couldn't. Yeah. But next time you guys are going to L.A. or Disney, whatnot, I'll find a way to get over there. We'll hang out. We'll all get roundtable. We'll all get drinks, except for, you know, anyone who's under 21, a.k.a. your two kids. <laughs> uh, and then he also wants to know, uh, as a community member, what kind of changes would you like to see within the community? Okay, we discussed this last time, but yeah. my answer is still six. 
I want people to be better towards each other. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a lot better this past week. Absolutely. But like in previous weeks, uh, because of what happens in the world, life events, gun control, politics stuff, people typically get worked up more and they will fight with more of each other. I just want everyone to take a step back and remember like, hey, the person I'm talking to is a human being. Mm-hmm. They have feelings just as much as I do. We may both be worked up on this, but we all have this common interest. We're all friends. I just want people to be better to each other. Absolutely. Yeah. I I echo those sentiments the, the same and, and loudly like you do. Um, next question comes from uh, Kelsey. Uh, at Kelsey Lynn 1031. Uh, if you had to choose... This is a good question. We did this last night. Yes. If you had to choose between being in a room full of gummy bears or had to eat the five-pound bag of sugar-free gummy bears that was making people horrifically sick, which would you choose and why? And that room that's filled with gummy bears is at least five feet deep, and it's tough to walk in. Yeah, so we discussed it last time. The room that's five feet, you're already in the room as it's filled five feet. So it's not five feet, and you're standing on top of them. So you're in it. And I'm, like, 5'7", mm-hmm. so I'm only, like, 7 inches above all those gummy bears. I would rather be in this room because 5 pounds of gummy bears is no problem, but the fact that they do make you sick and shit horribly because yeah. it, like, messes with your whole bowel system and everything, I don't want to do that. And another reason, I see no downside to a room filled with gummy bears because it's, like, you could either choose to shit yourself to death or have gummy bears forever. And it's like, well, how would you not want the room of gummy bears? Yes, it will be tough to walk in, but you will just have to eat your way in and out of that room. And it's, I'm assuming it's like a magic room that will always fill back up to five feet of gummy bears. See, that that terrifies me, and I would hate to live in a world where th- that's a room in my house. Can you imagine, be amazing. Can you imagine the ant problem that you will have? Huh. And, and let's say you're you have an emergency and you got to get out of that room. What, you're gonna eat your way out to the door, or or have like a, have like a uh, like a rope you have to climb up to go up into the second story. That seems like yeah, a lot that, of work. That's actually not a bad idea. Just to have a little roof that you, or ceiling thing that you can just pop up and go in and out of. Then you can Scrooge McDuck your way inside the gummy bears. And you're going into the room. Like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yes! And because it's gummy bears, it's not like hard coins. You're like, like cure yourself every time. That's true. I'm coming I'm coming back around. I'm picking the room full of gummy bears. Um, next question comes from uh, Classic Car Seat at Car Henderson. Uh, oh, Carly. Other than why you didn't go to Disney with them on Sunday. Uh, what video games have shaped your love for gaming? That's question one, so go ahead. The very easy answer is Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It's one of the first franchises that got me into gaming. It's why I continue to play gaming. That's why I, Pokemon is one of the reasons why I'm so drawn to Nintendo. Pokemon, Fire Emblem are like top two franchises of all time. Then later, it opened up to like Halo and other games from like Microsoft and Sony. But other than Pokemon, I would say Fire Emblem and Tetris. Because Tetris is one of those games where you can just pick it up at any time. Mm-hmm. And you it's simple rules. You know what you're doing. And it's just casual. It's a lot of fun. 
I can play Tetris for hours. Yeah, Tetris okay. is a good game. Um, and then part two of that question is, you, Zyger, are kidnapped by an evil Greg Miller. And the, oh, only, God, way, the only way to survive is to perfectly play one full game from beginning to end. What is that game? Okay, so the game I would have picked is Crisis, and I'm still picking Crisis, because it was one of those games that I didn't play until after all three were out. It was $5. I decided, why not? I jumped on Crisis, played that, and the game is this whole stealth uh, first-person shooter game where you have, you're wearing, you're wearing a weird nano suit, and it has abilities like cloaking or toughness, a few other things. And you're on this island, and North Korea is doing some weird thing in the middle of the island, and you and your team are sent to investigate what's going on. And throughout the entire game, like, it's it's like a Metal Gear type game, where you have to plan out all of your moves and everything. There's like 20 different ways to do it. I played Crisis so much that I memorized the enemy patterns, how they would react to things, where one person will be in like five minutes, and I'm able to like plot the entire level or objective in a way where I can't be seen. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to get in and out of places, no problem. I can wipe out an entire base without anyone noticing. And it's like one of those games where you feel like you achieve something when you get through a part of the game without taking any damage whatsoever, without ever being seen. seen. And I loved it. And I I learned the entire game from beginning to end up to the end part where the game flips on you and it's now a horror adventure and you had to spend the last maybe hour and a half trying to survive. Mm-hmm. That part's a lot of fun too, but I don't know it as well as the entire first part of the game. Yeah. But if I had to pick a game where I could play from start to finish without any issue, it would be the original crisis. That's, that's a excellent, excellent choice. Uh, just because you clearly know what you're talking about. I can't play stealth games. I would probably die very quickly. Oh yeah. So I'd be kidnapped. I'd be. I'd stay a prisoner <clears throat> to evil Greg Miller if I had to choose Crisis. Hey, Bo game. Would you choose? Uh, I'm trying to remember what I said last time. I'm blanking. But um, if I were to choose, a I think he, play. I think he said last time Ratchet and Clank. The new one, for PS4. I did say Ratchet and Clank, thank you, yeah. It'd definitely be Ratchet and Clank. And perfect timing, because that's going to be the PS Plus game for March. One of it is! Holy shit, I forgot so, about that. If you are listening in the month of March of 2018, and you have PS Plus, and you haven't played Ratchet and Clank, make sure you play it, because it is not only one of the best games on PS4, it might be one of my favorite games ever. Uh, I, I adore that game. All the little quirks, the different types of weapons. Um, I know all the jumps. Like you said, like with Crisis, you mapped it out. I can, pr- I can pretty sure I can mo- maneuver through that whole game, no problem. Um, another one that I'm close to, and I just remembered, was Uncharted Four. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I can do that because I had I attempted the speed run for the trophy twice. One, I was like off by 30, 40 minutes. The second time I was off by five minutes because I kept missing a jump at the end. Uh, and unfortunately, you told me about a, a glitch that they fixed. Yeah, 
when the game first came out, there was this weird glitch where you could just load up the last or the last checkpoint in the game, the last level, or whatever. Beat just that on the hardest difficulty, and it'll count it as if you beat the entire game on that difficulty. Yeah. So that's how people will pop that trophy immediately. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> they fixed that. Yeah, they did. Um, and our last question is, which is a new question, uh, is from Aaron Thatcher. At, oh, Aaron at Ni Nurse. Uh, if you owned a Pokemon, Jim Zager. What, oh god. What type would it be and who would be on your team? We've discussed this a lot in a couple of different group chats. Mm-hmm. My favorite type of out of all the Pokemon is fire types. So if I had to pick a gym, it would either be a fire type gym or a dragon gym. As far as what Pokemon I would want in it, mm-hmm. that is a hard question. It depends on like what level of gym leader you are. If you're one of the beginning gym leaders, you don't have a whole lot of options. Yeah. Ideally, I'd be like the seventh or eighth gym leader. Uh, one of the Pokemon, if I had to go with Fire Gym, one of the Pokemon I want to have on it for sure is Arcanine, because Arcanine is like a giant fire dog, and it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to have him on it. Uh, man, I really wish I prepared for this question, because there's like a thousand different answers I could give. Uh for me, I know. for me, if I was answering this question, I would go, I would style my gym after Brock. Oh, really? Geodude, Onyx, the the real tough looking guys, that would be my gym. I like that, I like yeah. that. Man, there's so many good fire Pokemon, it's hard to pick. But yeah. for sure, I will have Arcanine. What if your gym, Zagger? is the fire starting Pokemon gym, where we have all the fire starters. I would be down. The top one, of course, will be Charizard, because he is best fire starter. Uh, I'll If I only had only the fire starter Pokemon, uh-huh. I'd be very scared of psychic and flying types, because a majority of the fire starters end up being fire fighting types. Mm-hmm. We had three in a row. Not great. <laughs> so if you have a flying type or a psychic type, You'll do pretty well at my gym. <laughs> Maybe it'd be one of the the earlier ones then. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> but man, Charizard's so good. He is. He's he's excellent. Um, well, that's it for questions. Uh, Zyger, do you have, I don't know, a message for the community you would like to say? Or anything in particular you want to throw out there? The only message I have is just be better. We've talked about it a little bit before. Just be better to your fellow best friends. Mm-hmm. Go out. A lot of people are always scared to interact with the community. Like, I think it was on call or the KF Morning Show today. Someone wrote in their best friend message that they were afraid of joining the Reddit community. But eventually one of the other best friends reached out to him and got him to be more involved. Mm-hmm. And now he enjoys being on Reddit. Yeah. So I want, if anyone's listening to this, I just want you to know that it's okay to interact with the community, either on Facebook, the Reddit, the Twitch chat. Mm-hmm. I was one of those people too, where I did not want to interact for a bit. When they started doing their whole Twitch thing, I talked to the Twitch chat because it was easy to do that because everyone was anonymous. Mm-hmm. There was no like, profiles or anything interact i interacted with that community that led me over to facebook later the uh forums which i bounced out of because i don't use the forums that much reddit and twitter just yeah twitter of course great platform twitter i love twitter but there's so many different places you can interact with the community 
just pick a place that you are familiar with. If you're if you know Reddit, there's the kind of funny Reddit. If you know Facebook, join the Facebook group. If you know Twitch, hang out in the Twitch chat. I'm always there also. Yeah. Just interact with the community one step at a time, and then you'll make friends. Yeah. And that will introduce you to more friends. You get to try out more things. And then who knows? Maybe we'll see you at a future KFL or other KF meetup, Absolutely. whether officially or fan run. Absolutely. Um, so that's it. That is the end of episode one. Uh, Zyger, I said this before. I'll say it again. Thank you so much. I'm honored and so grateful that you are here doing this for me. I am honored. You are somebody I looked forward to meeting before we did at KFL 3. Um, you had some very kind words for me when I was going through that tough time in my life last year. And I was very, very thankful. And I love you, dude. I love you too, bro. Yeah. So uh, where, where can they find you, Zyger? Uh, I'm Zyger1337 everywhere. Twitter, PSN, Xbox Live, Adult Friend Finder, you name it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and you can find me at Ninja 73 on Twitter and PSN. Um, and you can find the show on Twitter at BFS Talk Funny. Uh, and on YouTube, Best Friends Talk Funny. And yeah, we'll... we'll... Be back soon with another best friend in the community. If you want to be on the show, uh, just shoot me a message, and I'd be happy to have you on. It's all about knowing the community. So please do that. Do not be scared. I don't bite. Um, so question. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. When do when does this go live? When does this go live? I'm going to have this try to go live as quick as possible. Okay, like, but like as far as the show, when should it, when should people regularly expect it? That's something I'm still trying to figure out. Um, I'm probably going to shoot for every Thursday if I can get a guest every week. Um, But you can uh, look on the Twitter handles, either my personal one or the show's account, and we'll go from there. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. And until next time, best friends, be kinda to one another. Bye. I like that. Bye. Okay, stopping the recording. I'm gonna save this.